Look up there in the sky. It's a bird. A plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. One artist. One weekly discussion of comics and nerd culture. I'm your host, Rob Dorman, literature geek and writer. Oh, man. That's quite a voice. Uh, I I am your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd, normal voice guy. <laughs> we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Your home for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more. Wow. It, uh, is that your Jar Jar voice? What was that? <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I was just kind of letting it go. It was, I don't know, it was not my favorite. Sorry. I could do it. It's okay. I could try and do a Jar Jar, Jar, Jar voice. Uh, no, don't. Don't. <laughs> do not. Do not ingest. Uh, definitely don't ingest Jar Jar. <laughs> hey guys. Hey, Hansomites. Out there in internet land. Hi. Hi. Eric, how are you? Good, bro. Bro, you doing good, bro? Bro, so good, bro. Seriously, bro. Seriously, bro, bro. Ser- seriously, bro. That's we're gonna be uh for if that's not hit enough, we're gonna be talking about Hawkeye <laughs> later on. Nerdboy Book Club, uh, the, the complete run by uh Matt Fraction and uh five to ten artists. There's a lot of people working on that book. Um, I don't know what else. Should we just, without further ado, talk about some comic before we talk about some comic books? Seems like uh the thing to do. Inception Comics talking. Comicception. Comicception. Time for the weekly floppies. Weekly floppies is by show. We're Eric and I. We review the week's books, tell you to buy or do not buy them. You're just full of voices this week. Yeah, full of them. I guess, did you, is that what you picked up at Home Depot? Mm-hmm. You got some stupid voices. We got, I got a shovel and, uh, voices. Good. We did buy, good. We did buy a shovel. Okay. Uh, is gonna do some night digging? <laughs> not night digging. Day, day digging. Okay, good. Actually, kids can do all the digging. That's that's why you get married. Exactly. Here, honey, you do all you dig up all this earth. Um, let's see. Oh, comics. Hmm, totally. First, not shovels. Not shovels. This is not shovel talk. You know, hmm, new podcast idea. No. <laughs> okay. First up, is there any book of the week? It is Power Up Number One, uh, created by Kate Leth and Matt Cummings, written by Kate Leth, illustrated by Matt Cummings. Uh. Uh, what do you think? Or give me your give me your emotions. I I like it. Okay. It doesn't do enough in this issue, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean this it, this looks like, and I, feel free to just uh, you you can jump in. But I was going to say it looks like the whole gist of this is it's a magical girl team with bearded lumberjack guy in it. Um, it, I don't know. I I like the look of it. The drawing's nice. The the writing feels very good. I mean, I like Kate Leth as a writer. She did some of my favorite Adventure Time stories. Um, she mostly is a writer for Twitter nowadays. But she has managed to do this. That is, um, that is also a profession. I, <laughs> you would think it is from the way <laughs> she does it. Pictures of her putting on makeup and and uh, sending her face to Twitter. That's that's what happens apparently. No. Um, I like this. 
just based on the merits of the art and the overall cuteness of it. Mm-hmm. But there, it's about half of the story it needs to be. This is not enough for a first issue. I I think that's where I'm at as well. In that yeah. I like it a lot, and I I think I'm gonna like everything about it. It seems like it's kind of you know just a normal per- kind of person suddenly gets pe- superpowers. Mm-hmm. And there's a weird lumberjack dude just hanging around, and a goldfish turns into a whale and shoots lasers. I mean, that's all cool. I'm all for all that stuff. Uh, but I'm like, I get to the end, I'm like, but really? This is where no more than this is all we got in this one? The problem I have with it is this is more like the first three minutes of a, of a Cartoon Network show and not the first issue of a comic book. Yeah, and this is only a six-issue run. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I assume if it does well enough, they'll do more of them, you know, relaunch with a full series or something. But it just seems like it should have accomplished more. Like it mm-hmm. could be tighter, it could be denser. Mm-hmm. But I still like it and the fact that it doesn't – I want more of it. I'm still going to say that's, bye. That, I'm yeah, that's the, right, that's, the, that's the right thing. If it's going to do one thing, it should do that. So I – I completely agree, and I'm a I, 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 I'm I'm a pretty confident buy as well. That's just my criticism is is Kate needs to stay off of Twitter and make this a little bit more more. I, I don't know. I I think we needed uh, some more alarm clock panels. Is there an alarm clock panel in this? No, I think it's the the girl checking her phone when she's waking up again. I'm just is that how this starts? That's a really that's a really hack way to start a story. Uh, it's a Ferris, very Ferris Bullery. Well, I took a fiction writing class, mm-hmm. and the first week, like, we, we, we all traded off, and I think like one quarter or one eighth of the class, uh, wrote stories for the first or second week, and every single story started with someone's alarm going off. <laughs> and all that right. was what the professor said is, don't do that, all because right. everyone does it. Okay. That's look, look how often, look how often it happens. It does happen just, a lot. Just, 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 yeah, just, just like think about it and think, oh, there's that hack trick. It's bad. So, despite our criticisms. Oh yeah. I'm still, we're still by, double by, power up number one. I, I, I think we, we want more of it and we're, I do. Yeah. I want some Pokemans in this book. The, well, there it's, is, there is like, a, it looks, there's a goldfish. It looks like Pokemans. Yes. Yeah, he's a, he looks like a Pokemon. He does look like a Pokemon. Uh, next up, Marvel, uh, Weird World, number two, written by Jason Aaron, art by Mike Del Mundo, colors Mike Del Mundo, and Mar- Marco Del Alfonso, letters Corey Pettit. Uh, we read number one. I liked it a lot. Eric liked it, but not as much. That's true and factual. Uh, I thought we'd check back in on it. Uh, and I'm, I was, I'm so glad we did. I'm buying it. I, I bought it. I was going to read it anyway, so might as well, you know, also yeah, yeah. talk about it. Uh, I still love this. I hope it keeps going. I hope this is after, it keeps going after Secret Wars. I don't think it will, cause it's weird as hell and doesn't seem like a thing Marvel would publish, but I really like Conan and now he meets giant crystal dude <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're murdering mur- eight, 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 underwater eight, un- underwater eight people and we get a dragon. Morgan Le Fay riding a dragon and, you know, I, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty epic. I, I adore this book. It's also incredibly gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Mike Mundo is, I was really enjoying his work on Electra and Electra is no longer as a thing anymore because I was the only one who enjoyed it. <laughs> Apparently. Guess, me and about 11,000 other people. But, uh, 
it really suits this kind of fantasy world, his his style. Where it's definitely suits it more than kind of the Electra style book, I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is Conan fighting underwater eight people and dragons and him my map, I need my map, my five year old map, my five year old drawing of a map. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm I yeah, buy buy it. It's so good. I want more of this. Marvel I know. Listen to me. Keep this going. I want we're weird wolf forever. Insane one eyed crystal man. Yeah, that that fighting that, lava monsters. Yeah, the the ending I really enjoyed. The that was really it's a nice little twist there. I like it. It's good. This is my friend. This is the prince. He's right here in this bag. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't know. He's made of crystal. Maybe he can put him back together. You don't know. Mm. It's it's possible. <laughs> In this, I guess it is weird world. There's all kinds. Of it science. is weird world. You can you can totally make a man out of rocks. All right, all right. But I'm a buy, buy, bye, bye. Me, me too. Yeah. Confident, wonderful book. Double buy. If if that cover doesn't sell you, you are a heartless person. Yes, without heart. Without heart. Totally without heart, bro. Bro. Double buy. <laughs> number two, bro. Uh, on to DC. We are reading Cyborg. Come on, Comixology. You can do this. I'm rooting for you. Are we, uh, why are we reading Cyborg and not Spider Woman? Oh, Spider Woman. Crap. <laughs> hey, that's next. Good. Well, come on, that's, bro. come on, bro. I just skip on, over it. On entire... to DC and then on... back to Marvel later. <laughs> back to Marvel. We remember what we're actually supposed to be doing. Yeah. Well, I, you know, read things. Spider Woman number nine. Uh, I really, I'm really interested. I'm curious why they're not. Uh, I, they're even hinting at in the, the little, uh, credits page about before the end of the world, it, that is, like, it's already self-aware that, like, cause the, the last arc wrapped up on issue eight, and I'm really, I'm wondering why they, I, I mean, I'm not complaining, I guess, that it keep, it's keep going, but just to run into, I don't know, maybe it won't go through Secret Wars at all, I'll just reboot as Jessica Drew is pregnant. Have you you've seen those solicits, Eric? No, not. The next, this will be relaunching after Seer Wars and Jessica Drew is pregnant. She's a, a, a baby in her side. In her inside parts? <laughs> in the lady. In, in, in her girl cavity? <laughs> oh my okay. god, that's the worst thing. <laughs> I'm I'm not trying to make it appealing. <laughs> you did a good job. Uh, I know. Spider Woman number nine, written by Dennis Hopeless, Javier Rodriguez on pencils and colors, Alvaro Lopez on inks, Travis Lanham letters. Uh, yeah, like now it's like I guess they're gonna do some road trip stuff with her and Ben Urick and uh, Porcupine, <laughs> the lamest funny. I I really like him though. He's sad, <laughs> but but he has a, just a he has a I can't hate him because he likes donuts. Well, if that's your only criteria, I have some unfortunate news about Adolf Hitler. What? Motherfucker loved donuts. Oh no. It's so true. What? You know who he is in this? Not, not Hitler, but, uh, <laughs> Porcupine. Right. Who is he? He's, uh, he's Zach Galifianakis, like 100%. That's a, that, that's, that's who I imagine him. Uh, like that terrible movie with him Hangover. and, uh, that, no, not the, ha- one of the other terrible movies that Zach Galifianakis has been in. This one had Robert Downey Jr. in it. And the title of it doesn't matter, but it's, it's mostly just a long movie of Zach Galifianakis irritating the shit out of, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. And that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Woman is, uh, Robert Downey Jr. And Zach Galifianakis is Zach Galifianakis because he's Zach Galifianakis. Looks just like Zach Galifianakis. He does. 
Uh, I am still, I've, I've been buying this, I've been reading it all along, uh, we haven't read every issue, but I, uh, really like this book, and this is, I like this kind of even more than the, that first arc, where I, mm-hmm. I don't consider those first four issues any, like, cause they had Greg Land on it, uh, this is, ever since Spider-Woman got her new Batgirl-style costume, uh, that, that, I, that's the beginning, and that, the first arc was good, but is a little bit kind of heavy-handed. This is more just like, hey, let's go on a road trip, and she just beats up a whole bunch of dudes. And yeah. It's fun. It looks really, really nice. Oh, really it's like amazing. It. I really like it, and uh, I'm, I'm happy that this book is still continuing on in a form after Secret Wars, uh, but I'm actually... Uh, it. I'm, since I'm not reading a lot of the Secret Wars tie-ins, I'm glad that there's some of these books that are just continuing on. So I have something to read, I guess, from Marvel. But bye. This is I'm I'm double down. Double Spider- down. Double, gonna, double down on Spider Woman. Like from like from KFC. Uh, no, from Blackjack, the card game. Okay, I'll take the one from KFC. Yeah, I guess that is the. I don't know. It is bread. It's breaded. It is a little bit, but occasionally that's fine. Yeah, probably, ish. It wouldn't kill you. It's fine-ish. Fine-ish. It wouldn't. Um. Yeah. I I I adore this book. I don't think this is the. I I I kind of disagree that i liked the whole storyline and the the little city of villains and well i liked well, it villain villain ladies i thought I, it was really really cool but it's this is i i and i do enjoy this i just don't think it's something about the way it's gone at the end is a little less appealing i do think it's kind of adorable that porcupine is obsessed with cowboys <laughs> he's like a friggin' child <laughs> it makes no sense he just wanted to be a lawman sheriff i know like Wyatt friggin' Earp. Wyatt friggin' Earp. So double mm-hmm. by Spider Woman number nine. Well, we're very positive so far. Oh, it's it it's honestly it's a pretty good week. It is. It is. You're right. Or is it? Uh, okay, it is. Cyborg. Is it? Yeah, DC Spy Cyborg number one. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to put some kind of drama. I can't wait. To, we can't. You know. Some drama for your mama. Is that what you're trying to do? Uh, not for my mama. But is there credits in this book, or do they? Oh, last page, of course. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, cyborg number one, David F. Walker writer, Ivan Rice or Reese on pencils, Joe Prado on inks, Adriano Lucas on colors, Rob Lay on letters. Uh, before we get into this book in particular, how, what are your feelings on Cyborg as a character? You could pretty much guess them. It is null set. <laughs> he is a, he is a guy. Um, he is part Cyborg. That's it. He used to play football. Oh, was that right? That was something I, that is now known to me. I did not. I was not aware of that. Well, he mentions it in the book very briefly. Well, I apparently did not read that closely <laughs> enough. It was. At the I end. probably did read that. I guess it was at the end. Um, near the end. But I'm kind of yeah. I mean, I my basic impressions from Teen Titans and kind of playing Justice for six seconds. Like, yeah, he's a dude. He does metal mm-hmm. metal parts. You know, he's you know has cool robot powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robot powers are always good. Uh, does this book endear you to him more so? It, I mean, it shows some vulnerability, kind of, you know, it gives some backstory. It's not terrible, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's an honest attempt. Um, it just, it leaves me a little cold. It's not bad, and I wouldn't mind seeing more of it. The art is, Absolutely fabulous. These monster, uh, what do they call them? Techno sapiens. Yes. That's, I mean, they look friggin' awesome. They do look good. They're like the, they're, they're like the geth. They are. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't know. I am not, as they say, overly whelmed by this book, but it is, uh, it's, it, I think it's worth a read and maybe worth some more investigation. I mean, there are certainly a lot of opportunities to read bad DC books and this is, this is not a terrible one. This one at least is trying, even if it is a little clunky. Yeah, it's not, I don't, like, I can't pinpoint any one particular thing that makes me go, this is a, I don't like this or anything like that. I, like you said, the art looks really good. Uh, his characterization is solid. I mean, he's a guy, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm this, he, we get a lot about his, you know, his dad who helped rebuild him and brought him back to life. And now we're kind of, I, I guess it could have maybe set the hook a little bit more about why he had, like how this all happened instead of just telling it all. I mean, it does tell a lot of, it kind of covers a lot of ground in one issue, honestly. It does. Um, it, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a buy maybe a little bit mushy, but I still think it has yeah. promise there. And I think there's, there's seeds here that I think mm-hmm. can grow. And I do like, I like the alien thing of Bob's and mm-hmm. I, you know, he's not an unlikable character. I just still don't feel like I know him very well. Like, I don't feel like there's anything like he's all like at surface level. He still is just that dude who is part robot. And yeah. I, and I hope I, that I, that's my hope for this series is that it can get a little bit more than "Hey, I'm a good guy, I'm part robot" kind of thing. I have mm-hmm. issues with my dad, but I will say Mushmeter four. I think that's a fair cop. I'll back you up on that. I, I say check it out, look at it, see what you think. And the art is absolutely gorgeous. It's uh, amazingly good. Yeah, it's it's really strong, and I'm. I'm gonna check. We'll check out a couple issues, a few, two, three, maybe, and see where we go, and uh, see where it, it ends up. That that's a double buy, but that's Mushmeter four, four out of five. Mm-hmm. You guys don't know. It goes up to five, but we do half measures too because you know math. Yeah, averages. Averages sometimes aren't equal. Averages are so mean. Uh, lastly. Oh, that was a that was a pun. I I I, I know. I was trying to know. You just gotta not acknowledge it. You're like, shut up. <laughs> I, I yeah. I, I could just tell you to jump in a garbage can. I'd rather prefer that. Eric. Well, that is a long celebrated tradition. Jump in a garbage can. Uh, our last book of the week is We Are Robin, number two. Uh, it's, why can't it just have credits page, first page? They, you know, I wrote to them and asked, and they said it was only because of you. Uh, because they just the, just to troll you. Oh, that's good. This so is, it's on page. It's on page two. Five. Page five. Oh, you have to not count all the pages before it except one. Oh, okay, good. Story by Lee Bermeo, Jorge Corona on art, Rob Haynes doing the breakdowns, Trish Mulvihill on colors, Carrie Randolph, epilogue art, Amelia Lopez, epilogue colors, Jerry K. Fletcher on letters. Um, this is, why isn't this issue one? That is all I could think when I was reading this. This is literally, I mean, it could maybe stood to have been rewritten a little bit. To, to help you through, mm-hmm. but you could absolutely start here. Issue one was so pointless, and that was all we talked about when we read it. And this, this is, is how bad it was. and this, like, it's right into the action. You understand, mm-hmm. hey, this dude is not with this group, but of, like, there's rescuing, like, you get all the, I mean, you, like you said, you put in maybe a little bit of exposition there somewhere, yeah. but nothing in that first issue is necessary. This, how, how much back, right, how much backstory do you need to know to understand that, oh, bombs? Wait, what's a bomb? Show me people planting bombs. 
I have to see this. Yeah. I have to see this guy fighting on the playground to understand that he fights people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, I, I, I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'm a, a solid buy on this, but I'm certainly a, a, even a low mush at it, if anything. Like, this is, I'm intrigued. I'm like, hey, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, there's all these different characters who are all taking on, like, Robin. They all, like, they all, like, kind of worship Batman and even think that they've talked to Batman when they haven't. Like, that's, yeah. that's kind of interesting. Like, I'm interested in who this giving, who this guy is giving them orders. Like, how does he connect it? And then, like, they even give you a hook in the epilogue about who this, the, this villain is, like, doing all this stuff, like, a dark lord. I mean, Dark Lords, as villains, I'm generally for. I like, they're, they, I'm always on board, Dark Lord villains. I'm trying to think what my assistant said she's going to start calling her, calling me. So I texted her a picture of Dr. Doom the other day. See if I can, I should read this to you. You'll find it very funny. Mighty Overlord, good night. That's what I'm going to call you from now on. Mighty Overlord? It's, I mean, there's worse yes. things. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. This pleases Doom. This pleases Doom. <laughs> this pleases Doom, bro. Seriously. I, I I really like the variant covers. Oh god, isn't it awesome? These little costumes are amazing. James Harvey. Who? Variant cover. James Harvey. Yeah, that's right. He was he did the other one. Yeah, it looks they're really they're good. awesome. Yeah, they're really I good. know it's so cool. Uh but yeah, I'm I would say uh, I'm like no, I'm going to go solid buy on this one. I'm going to knock off the mushroom. This is a solid buy. I think my mush is just colored by the fact this is issue 2. And it I, should uh, be issue one. This they should have, but regardless, here we are now. This is way better than one. It is much more interesting. There's actually like really narrative does. hooks in it. I and char- and like more characters than just one. This one angry kid. So I'm a buy. Buy it. I I I recommend it. Don't read one. Don't. I mean, you can, but why? Just buy it and then burn it without even reading it. <laughs> well, if you're gonna buy it, I would read it. Nah. Okay, Eric. Where are you? I, I'm, I mean, I kind of want to just back you up, but I'm going to put a drop of mush in there. Okay. I'm going to put one of five just because I think it's not quite as, uh, tight and effective as I think it could be, but sheer promise alone. I mean, this book looks like it's going in the right direction. So only one out of five. And I think that the next one's going to be even better. So. There, there you go. Mush meter point five, buy, double buy. So there, mm-hmm. there you, you have an example of our, of our, our decimals. Our, our split. Yeah. Our float. Uh, did you read anything else? Um, sing, single, uh, other than Hawkeye? Here? No, no, not, not, the, not this week. I did not either. I, you know, I only have like 40 digital comics that say new, 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 read these. And I just. No, the, the, the Windows 8 app doesn't do that. Oh, it doesn't? No, it actually doesn't even list them alphabetically. Wow. Okay, that's kind I of know, important. I know. Yeah, it's terrible. I should I should uh, send you a screenshot of what it looks like, and you're like, this makes no sense. Grendel's right next to Archie's, right next to Southern Cross, is next to Weird World. Why? They're, and they're not even in the order that I download them. They kind of are, but they're not. They're kind of not. It doesn't make any sense. No sense. I uh, I did. I didn't, I didn't read anything else, but I did purchase the entire run of the Thing comics from the 80s, Ben Grimm's. I saw that. Yeah. I'm going to dig into those. I'm very excited about that. You got those and shoes. And shoes. For my birth, my, my birthday presents to me. Mm-hmm. So you can go vomit on the street. I don't do that. I am not, in, I am not a teenager in football practice anymore. 
I did not have to push myself that hard. I don't think you really needed to do it then either. Uh, well, there was men yelling at me at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was if like, you want, I am a man. I can yell at you. I, Would you like me to do that? You already do that when we when we play heroes. Save me, save me. What? Well, and then I, I just run away. I, I just ignore I, you. I, nope, that's, can't. That's that's what that sounds like. You, yeah. I need to peel. You're too far ha, away. Ha ha ha! You can fucking die. No, Sylvanas. no save in Private Ryan. You're you'll respawn. I'm not sacrificing. You're too far away. Uh, prop. Private Diablo. <laughs> to go find him. He's already lost four brothers in this war. It's true. There's only there's only three private prime evils, aren't there? I don't know. I don't know Diablo lore that that very well. No, oh, I think there's three. They'll probably be characters. Don't hold me to it. They'll be characters eventually. I sincerely hope so. Yeah. So I can body slam them. <laughs> I, uh, think, I think you know what time it is, it man. Is, yeah, exactly. It is time. Uh, we're, we're done with Leaky Floppies for this week, at least. Next week. We'll have more. Don't worry. But it, it is time for checking in. Uh, checking in is the part of the show where Eric and I will uh, talk about what we're up to. Talk about what we've been up to during the week. I'm going to say that Some like a, a not micro-machine it. Uh, I'm going to actually talk about, you know, give you a good description that you can understand. And, uh, you know, generally nerdy stuff, recommendations, anti-recommendations. Uh-oh, I'm just seeing what Eric's typing. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's problematic. Problematic. You want to start us off, Eric? Uh, I just wanted to check in. I think it was it last week when I, ch- when I uh, threw down the gauntlet and said I'm building this robot. Um. I can't. It, I, keep I think it was. It was. You talk about robots so much that it's hard for me to place. I, robots are neat. You'd think I'd like Cyborg better. Yeah, it's true. Because he's. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm. I'm actually also going to talk about robots at least a little. Ooh, I can't wait. Tell us about robots. I think it was last week. You're right because we you talked about it after we talked about it at right. Drinking so just a just a refresher. I am building a a Twitter bot that interacts with an actual robot. Um, probably going to be a Raspberry Pi Wi-Fi, and it's going to have a uh, you know some kind of screen that uh, that puts up tweets that you tweet at it, and it's you tweet at the Twitter bot. And it insults you. And uh, as a new development, I have found out that there is tons and tons of data available uh, that people have scraped. Like, I have uh, I have one file that I've already downloaded. It is one month's worth of uh, comments from Reddit. Oh, God. It is five gigabytes. Jesus. And we're going to use this data. And you can guess whose idea this was. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to use this data. We're going to dig out the insults from this data, and this robot is going to insult you with bad insults written by actual scary humans from Reddit. So I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm very excited. I don't know what kind of statement I'm trying to make with this robot, but it, it's, it's a thing. It's happening. But in preparation for kind of not being an idiot, because I'm using a, I'm using a technology which I think I've possibly complained about a little bit. Uh, called uh, uh, Node.js, uh, which Node.js is a little it's a little uh, server application sort of environment that runs JavaScript. I assume you at least have a clue about what I just said, right? I understood. I understand broadly what it means. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's fine. With we're not this doesn't need to be super technical, but uh, I have been very frustrated with it up until now because I don't have enough of a background and. JavaScript or even programming in general 
uh, and I don't really, I didn't really understand how it worked, but I'm getting better, you know, and I've been doing a lot of exercises, but I found probably the best way to learn how to do this stuff. Uh, the Node.js website directed me to nodeschool.io, which has been really fun. You actually can use it, or rather you can download directly into your Node.js install installation. Uh, little exercises and run them on your own server. So it's like, it's like Node.js teaches you how to do Node.js. It's amazing. And I'm, I'm getting through it, but I'm, I don't know. I'm basically learning the fundamentals of programming and not being, not sucking at computers, uh, through this. And it's, it's helping, but it's, it's been a lot of fun. So I would, I would recommend it if, um, th there's not a lot of resources. Node is actually fairly new there are some books because these these tech these tech writers move very fast and they get good at this stuff very fast apparently but this is probably it's free and it's as user-friendly as anything so if you're even a little bit interested or you've used javascript or you're some kind of uh, web developer and you want to learn node nodeschool.io really great resource other than that i've been working like crazy uh even saturday so i don't have really anything else i can check in with i just wanted to blabber about that and check back in with the robot you wanted, so we you wanted to talk about robots I, I i i it was important to talk about robots to talk oh. about my techno sapiens okay uh i have a question for you then what is what is your question robots first robot second pardon would you like me to talk about robots first or robots second well, that's no choice at all, is it? Mm, maybe you want to delay it. Maybe you know, save the best for last. I don't. I'm giving you an option. You, I, th I think I'll, I'll be Mr. Patient. Okay. Uh, I have two Vidya games. Vidya. Vidya games. I want to talk about. I'm gonna talk about. One is called Rocket League. <laughs> have you, have you seen anything about Rocket League, Eric? Have not. I, I think I'm gonna Google it. Uh, it's okay. You know the game soccer. Uh, I believe I've heard of it. You, you, you're aware of it. You know, people kick the mm -hmm. ball around, try and get in goals. Mm -hmm. uh, most world's most popular sport. It's not pronounced goal. It's pronounced goal. That's, that's that's true. Okay, Rocket League is soccer, except instead of you controlling a person, you control a rocket, flying car, a rocket car. Yeah. Or a truck. You know, you can choose what your car looks like. So you can make it a van or a monster truck, or they look like little RC cars. Of various so it's, types. It's like twisted metal foosball. Yeah, kind of actually. You have, you know, you have. Uh, there's no actual combat. Like you can ram people and make them blow up, but that's mm -hmm. the only way. And they they come right back within like three seconds. Uh, but this, it, this game looks great. It, yeah, it's it when you say like when you describe it, you're like, yeah, okay, it's soccer, but with a rocket car. And, you, mm -hmm. and the default is three versus three, but you can do one versus one, two versus two, three versus three, or four versus four uh, teams. And you say, okay, you're like, okay, that seems fine, but it is a lot of fun, and it is one of those games where you start playing, and then two hours later, you're like, hey, uh, I've been playing this game for a while, and I've not noticed the time. is It's five-minute matches. You're trying to get the ball in the goal. Uh, you ha Like, you can do double jumps and rocket boosts and all kinds of, like, th the physics in it are really robust, mm. and... It's one of those games where it's, like, easy to understand and, and kind of simple. Like, okay, I jump at the ball at this angle, and it will fly that way. But trying to master, like, you can 
climb, you can drive up a wall, double jump off the wall, and then rocket boost down towards the ball, where the ball is in the air, high up in the air, you can rocket jump up to it and hit it down at an angle, like, there's no constraints about what the physics will let you do, basically, as long as you can control your car the right way. Uh, I'm okay. I'm, like, I got the basics down, I can do a couple, like, more advanced things, but some people, like, you can YouTube, like, YouTube it, it's already become a, it's got adopted by ESL, the, the top uh, esports uh, league, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you look at the people who are already, like, the professionals, people who stream all, all the time or on YouTube, they can do, like, crazy, crazy stuff with their little car and, like, do goals that I cannot even begin to imagine. Like, I, it, it's, but it's a lot of fun. It's, like, it's free on PS Plus right now, PSN Plus, if you have uh, that on your PS4, or you can buy it on Steam for $20, and it is easily worth the $20. They're still uh, working on it. Like, they're still getting, like, like adding things to it all the time. Uh, it's very good, quick arcade, like, game. Like, if I just want to play games for 10 minutes, or I just want to play, like, hey, I don't want to think. I just want to, like, hit a car at a ball going really fast. And, like, it's really chaotic, and it's, like, most of us, most people you play with are not, like, some are, like, I played a couple people that are better than me. Most people are as good as I am, and some people are bad. But, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's like, it's like any online game, I think. Yes. Um. Okay, so that's the first first thing. No robots in that. Mm, depends on your definition, but sure. Okay. The second thing is a game uh, I just downloaded the other day. It was on, on a Steam sale, I, and by probably by the time you hear this, it's probably off Steam sale. But I will recommend it anyway. Uh, it is called the Talos Principle or Talos Principle. I'm not sure how to say that. I would say Talos. Talos Principle. Talos Principle. I think. I think so. Okay. It is a puzzle game, first-person puzzle game. Uh, a little bit more cerebral than Portal, which is, I think, mm. an easy comparison. Portal was kind of more funny and more kinetic. Like you had to like mm-hmm. do very quick action, like to hit portals in the right spot and jump around. This is a little bit more like. There are a couple times when you have to, like, move around quickly, but most of the time it is a little bit more like, okay, think this out. If I put this in the right place at the right time, I'll be able to get through this place and get the thing I need. Uh, Eric, I would definitely suggest that you just go buy this right now while it's on sale. I told the same, I told the same to Kim. Right. Uh, just not because of the puzzle part, which I think you'll like. It's, it's good puzzles. I, most of them I can solve. I've hit a few that are really tricky, but I think I'll work my way through them eventually. But mainly because of the central mystery about the game. I'm not going to tell you anything too spoilery because I want you to play it and like it because I know you will like it. Uh, but none of this is a spoiler really. You've learned this very quickly on. Like, even like you enter the game, you put your hand, you, it's all first person. You put your hand up and you have a robot arm. Okay, it's a metal arm. Mm-hmm. You can see that in the game. You see it multiple times in different parts of the game. But uh, you put that up, and you get a voice uh, overhead coming from around you. It says, I am Elohim. Uh, and, you know, Bob, uh, you know, kind of God. He talks like he's God. Uh, first person, I am God, capital G. Uh, and wants you to solve all these puzzles, but never gives you a specific reason. Uh, there are robot, there, robot, there are computer terminals throughout, scattered throughout the game. And you can clearly see that it has, there's an archive there with text files, uh, about some are chat logs, some are like letters to people, some are like papers about myths, and quickly kind of understand what, where you are. I'm not gonna tell you that, because that I think does spoil a little, a little bit, uh, about what you're doing, but 
it definitely concerns the nature of AI about uh, what existence is uh, and what exactly you are doing and kind of even the nature of games to a certain extent. But mm. uh, I, I'm, I still don't know for sure. It's a good mystery in that I haven't been able to intuit exactly what's going on. Uh, but it's really, really smart and really good, and I would definitely suggest it. And for you, I know you. You should go buy this at the at today while it's on sale. I literally already have. Okay, it, you'll enjoy it. Uh, it. I've gotten. I'm to the. There's. I've gotten to the third part, the third land, if you want to call it that. It doesn't mm-hmm. really work that way, but which is like, and there are there's three big actual areas, but. I'm, it's been maybe like, I, I don't, it probably won't take me more than 10, 15 hours to play all the way through. But with a game like this, I think that's exactly how long it should take. Uh, and there, and there's also like extra stuff you can go back and get if like, if you're a puzzle master, like, oh, this extra star, I can get superstars and then like they get me further into the game, like extra hidden stuff, uh, which are, those are difficult because they take extra steps, like you to work your head around. But, it's uh, it's been around now for a while now. Uh, I for thirteen dollars, it's definitely worth it. Even for forty, I knowing how good it is, I did not realize honestly because it's been on my radar. Uh, it's really good. You really checked it out because it's he's petting that cat, right? No, I I have heard great reviews from it, and then it was on sale. I'm like, okay, that makes it on sixty six percent discount. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll buy it now. They just released you, DLC, you, I think, which is also recent. It was on sale. It's interesting that Crow Team worked on this. That's very interesting. What else have they done? Uh, Serious Sam. Ah, yeah, well, you can actually, there's a mod to get, you can play as the one of the monsters from Serious Sam. That's really strange. It looks a lot like Serious Sam now that I see it. Not like gameplay-wise, obviously, but engine. Yeah. 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 It, I, I, I see it. Yeah, it is, it, it's really smart. It's very good kind of mystery the inherent mystery to it like even if the uh, some of the puzzles aren't amazing but you want to get to the end you want to kind of do everything so you know like the truth and i'm not going to spoil it what happens because you'll really like it but it's great guys yeah you're out there check it out if you haven't that's it rocket cars robots over robot puzzles i want to see the uh i want to see the mario kart version of rocket league Mm. that would be smart of 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 nintendo nintendo but they're not going to well, they basically just, I don't know, they do whatever silly thing they think. Yeah, they do whatever they want, which is often not what we want. That's true. <laughs> have you seen, That's very true. have you seen the, uh, I mean, I, 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 the, uh, pre-order for, pre-order for, uh, one of the bundles for Super Mario Maker comes with an amiibo that is the 8-bit Mario. I saw you tweet about it. That was about it. It's, I want that. I, I, I'm sure you do. I don't really care about amiibos. I use I care about them as figures, which none of them look that mm-hmm. great. That's but, all I care about them too. Yeah, but the eight bit figure looks really cool. <sighs> okay, we're that's oh wow we are we're nerds, Eric. We are. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it now. It does look pretty rad. Oh man, the box for Mario Maker is totally making me want to buy it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get it. I mm, yes. You need a Wii, a Wii U to Wii play U bundle. You, you need a Wii U. Yeah, you need the bundle there. Jump aboard our Wii U team. See, that's this insane thing, because Super Mario Maker, totally like the perfect PC game, will never be released for PC. No. But no one would buy a Wii U if it was only on, if it was on PC. That is, that is true facts. Alright. You ready to talk about bros? I'm ready to bro it up, bro. 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 Seriously. Seriously, bro. Seriously, bro. Bro. Broiously, okay. Siri. <laughs> Alright. It is... 
You didn't see that one coming. Yeah, I was so dumb. Uh, <laughs> it is time for Nerd Boy Book Club. Nerd Boy Book Club is part show where Eric and I will assign a longer collected work uh, and discuss it in depth like you would a book club. This week are doing Hawkeye, bro. Uh, just recently <laughs> completed. Uh, issue 22 came out last week. Uh, and I think it's better to talk about the series as a whole than just read that one last issue last week. So that is what we're doing. Uh, it is written by, <laughs> written by Matt Fraction with art by David Aha, Javier Polito, uh, 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 Steve Lieber, uh, Fran- Francisco Francavilla, Annie Wu. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing people. I know colors by Matt Hollingsworth. Gosh. Uh, Chris Alopoulos does some letters on it. He does a, he does an issue. Yeah, he and he draws. He actually drew an issue as well, yes. He's uh, drawing it up. The weird-ass Christmas mm-hmm. cartoon issue. <laughs> yeah, the dogs. Yeah. Um, hmm. Where do we start with this, Eric? This is... Uh, it, it, there was, where do we start with this, bro? Yeah, where do we start with this, bro? I mean, I, I guess... What was, what was Hawkeye to you before you read this Hawkeye? My only positive thought of Hawkeye was from old man Logan. Okay. Wasn't exactly a reinvention of him. But it was uh it was like, oh man, Hawkeye's a badass. He's kind of he's kind of exciting. But I mean there's there is no Hawkeye but Hawkeye now. Yeah. There's no Hawkeye but this. Yeah, it I it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Like I see him in the movies and I'm like, no, it doesn't know. Yeah, he's not married. What? Why does he have kids? Mm-hmm. Not... Okay. It, it it's I my I never read much Avengers when I was young. I was I was an X Men and Wolverine guy. Like when I was reading when I was young reading Marvel, I mostly read X Men. I read Wolverine uh, comics. I never read much Avengers, and I certainly didn't read a lot of Hawkeye. To me, Hawkeye was always like, hey, he's like you know kind of a smartass mm-hmm. uh, to Cap, but he's a good guy. But mm-hmm. kind of very broad kind of idea. Like not I had no kind of any interest in him honestly oh yeah he's a really un- unappealing character he's just like hey he's like a you know he's a smart ass but you know whatever right, there's lots of those Got a really stupid costume yeah there's a lot of those in, in in comics um but this yeah this is the hawkeye and i he probably will be especially in the comics for mm-hmm. despite all the the hawkeye in the mcu i that's not my i can't not my hawkeye mm-hmm. yeah um Hot guy. Hot guy. Gosh. Um, oh, it's, where, where, I don't know what to, where to start with this. Uh, you know, like how about, how about, um, I give you this perspective because I was driving around having just read all these things and kind of thinking about how some of the impact of this that I had felt before mm-hmm. falls a little flatter now mm-hmm. because Basically, we're in the Hawkeye era. <laughs> no, that's very <laughs> that, true. That, that Fraction has kind of, he kind of kicked off a lot of this and then has gone on to be insane and do weird stuff <laughs> yeah. that I don't care about so much. But like every, he's like, this book is kind of the new killing joke, you know, that it's, it's the new flashpoint that has turned everything into a new, more modern era of superheroes being more vulnerable and silly and trying to find, like, the the core uniqueness of them and reinvent them in their own way. I mean, how many books have we read recently a lot. that are, I mean, we say it all the time, like Hawkeye, but different. Yeah. But but now I 
feel like a lot of this has kind of lost its impact because it has taken so long for him to finish it. Yeah, it it was two three years delay. Uh, well, twenty two was. I mean, if you add it all up, there's a lot of the the latter half even of this. Mm. A lot of the issues had months, you know, and yeah. it adds a lot of time to that. I mean, hell, the new Hawkeye series started before yes. this was over. Yes. I think Jeff Lemire is on issue and Ramon, Ramon Perez are like three or four now. And this just ended. Um, I, th- you, don't like, you don't like it at all? No, I, I, the new one, I think it's fine. I don't, okay. I, I haven't read, I don't think I've read it past issue one, that one we read, which I thought was fine, but it's not intriguing enough for me to keep going back to it. Um, mm. I don't know. I, I, I feel like that has, it has diluted this, the fact that yeah. it's not so unique anymore because yeah. A lot of com- – like, off the top of my head, I can probably think five or six mm-hmm. comics that are doing very well, very popular comics that are – like, oh, yeah. hell, we read Spider-Woman this yes. week. Which- directly influenced by this comic, directly. Yeah, and I mean – and over – I mean, DC, uh, Batgirl, easily – yeah, that one. Easily. Yeah. Hey, look, it's – uh, you know, she's a young college student, like, with weird friends mm-hmm. and weird mannerisms and stuff, and she yeah. also fights uh- crime. Yeah, Babs would totally hang out with, uh, with Kate Bishop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's, like, the, the Ant-Man, the new Ant-Man book and Nick Spencer's Superior Foes, mm-hmm. both very similar. Both very similar. Very yeah. similar to this. Uh, Squirrel Girl, I don't know, that, that's a very, little bit more silly, but still, mm-hmm. that it's a unique take. It's not like, and even that, I don't think Squirrel Girl, a comic about Squirrel Girl, would exist. No. Without this. Without this being successful and impactful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, just the fact that, I mean, but I, I, you're, I think you, I agree with you that it has diluted, like, the impact. Like, I remember the first, we read the pizza dog issue. Oh, yeah. And we when were like, it was, when it was fresh. When it was when fresh, it was and fresh like, pizza. And we're fresh, like, fresh pizza dog. We're like, wow, this is really impressive as a, like, just as a single issue. Just yes. what it does. And now, like, it's still, like, I can still see the craft there. And I can still see all the, the craft in all of this. Like, it is really, and I think, I mean, it, this has actually been a hot topic this week, is that because it was ending and it was, it suddenly, there was a lot of lists suddenly, here's why you should all, you should read the the Hawkeye. But it was always Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. It wasn't yeah. Matt Fraction and David Aha and Annie Wu and Javier Polito and all these artists who, I you've mentioned this before, Eric, like, he wrote this Marvel style, right? He wrote, I'm not sure how many. Okay. Marvel style. Um, but occasionally he did write a few. He, he, he gave AHA, I think in particular, more leeway. I, I, he only talked about so much in, was it Bendis's words and pictures? Mm-hmm. What was the, who was, it was, yeah, it was, it was ben- Bendis's. It was Bendis's. Yeah. Brian Michael Bendis's, uh, book on how to write comics, words and pictures. Good read. I think I checked in with it a good long time ago. You did. But, uh, yeah, the 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 section on writing Marvel style was about uh one of the issues in here that he just sort of let Aha go off and do whatever he he, he felt like he you know he just sort of trusted him. Yeah. He gave him he gave him an outline and I think he probably came back in and helped him write dialogue later. Yeah, that's That's probably. That sounds like the way that they work. They it sounds like they do a lot of writing and rewriting dialogue. Over the 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 graphic over Chrysalopolis's shoulder. Yeah, that, I mean that, and that is kind of the classic Marvel style. In that Stanley would just send a artist. Here's what happens in this issue. Mm-hmm. 
You write the whole issue. Yeah, you because fuck care. you. Yeah, do the and then I'll write dialogue in afterwards. I'm too busy writing my name on everything. Oh, I to be fair, Stanley was writing. Like, oh, I know. Ten comic books and was head editor of Marvel at the well, time. Well, Jack Kirby was drawing every single one of them. Only three a week. Did you? Month. Did you? Did you? That's that's an insane amount. Did you see the uh, the drawing that Jason Latour did of of Jack Kirby? I don't think so. It's really funny. You should look it up. I'll check it out. I, I followed Latour on everything, so I don't know how I missed it. But he he put it in everything because that's mm. what he does. It's the <laughs> same feed. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I like that. I, I and I agree on that. In that, I and I think that I don't know. It does seem like Aha's issues are more like you know structurally experimental. Mm. Like they're not so. You look at Annie Wu's issues in in the the Kate Bishop in California kind of in art. LA woman. Yeah, and they're. They're more straightforward. I mean, it, they're not bad by any means. They're still very, very, very good. But it's certainly not like the weird ass David Aha, like the car chase where, you know, like, he's illustrating like the different arrows and the cars are exploding and different. And the, the panel structure is very, you know, different than what you'd see in probably most super comics. So I, 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 hopefully I mentioned every person that drew a issue in this run because there's like, a, there's a bunch of them. Because mm-hmm. um, they all deserve a lot of credit as well, especially particular David Aha, because he kind of he was there at the beginning. Those issues that you know really set off and set this book apart, uh, he is largely responsible for at least as much as Fractions. Although Fractions, the the personality, the the ah coffee kind of thing, I think does <laughs> ca- carry a lot in here. <laughs> yeah, ah coffee. What do you think about the – actually had a discussion about this because it's so weird. The bouncing mm-hmm. back and forth between – Yeah. The, in the teens and up to the end, yes. basically. It jumps back and forth where you'll have a Kate issue, then you have a Clint issue, then you have a Kate issue, then you have a Clint issue. So the thing is when you read L.A. Woman, I don't think that – it, it it makes enough sense these stories can be told in tandem because there's – if you sort of segment them off, like the whole – last trade mm-hmm. feels really weird and fragmented to me. Like there's parts missing and you have to figure things out. And, you know, maybe there's contextual clues when you bounce back and forth and they're meant to be told that way. But it feels like a really goofy device. And it's something that since they're collected differently, doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, I understand. I think some of it was to give artists, the artists the time. To, yeah. You know, so they could do it. He could keep David Aha. He could keep Annie Wu telling mm. these stories and not have to worry about getting a fill-in artist. You know, yeah. suddenly. Um, I and I, you know, looking at I, when you go back and it's collected like this, you can just read L.A. Woman and then go read the other trade. The last trade of this will be all the Clint Barton stuff, including the last issue. So you just, you know, it, to you, it's just like, hey, it's a story about Kate, and then it's a story about Clint, and then they come back together. Um, do you, you know, uh, you like that Jim Rockford shows up in LA? Of course. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if I, cause they talked, he talked about like, yes, the Hawkeye is basically the Rockford files. Mm-hmm. And then I don't, it's a little bit on the nose. Just then just have James Garner kind of show up mm-hmm. in your comic book as a character. As literally it's Jim Rockford basically as in, in a weird Marvel Jim Rockford. I, I don't it, like the, how do you feel about the the Kate in L.A. kind of stuff? It felt even though, I mean this book is strange, 
But then that even felt very even stranger. It feels really weird to me. And it it almost I don't know. Like it, she seems like a different person. Yeah. In that book, and I kind of don't like her as much. And I don't, I'm not sure if it's just like she's more vulnerable and I don't react as well to that because I, I don't particularly like seeing her like struggle and fail as much. It, it was easier to read, you know, the second time because I had read it a good long time ago. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. She's, she's goofier and it's the behavior that you expect from uh from clint and it's just i i don't know it's kind of like without him to do all this stupid shit she's the one that's got to fill the stupid shit quota yeah yeah i kind of felt like it was a cake i don't know like i her being out there and like yeah it i always liked her more as like mm-hmm. hey it's a, a young woman who actually has her shit together yeah and that compare like that contrast between a like in however old Hawkeye is, mm-hmm. God God knows, but an older guy who who it clearly can't, is struggling to do anything in like life. Like he is yeah. obviously his good intentions, but he still just fucks up everything. Mm-hmm. And her, in contrast to that, it works really well because of that contrast. Mm-hmm. And then you put her out by herself, and like I, I do like her supporting guest. I do like yeah. I like the 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 gay couple. I I they're, mm-hmm. they're 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 good supporting characters. I like I like the villains that she kind of builds out there. Like the that weird the the weird weed weed lord <laughs> is the yeah. license plate. So so weird. <laughs> the the, the medical not? marijuana mar, medical marijuana uh seller sales sales mm-hmm. guy I guess. Uh, oh, what was what was his name? The it, it did it did rhyme with weed lord. Oh, I forget. Now we have to look it up because you can't just let that hang out there. Flint Ward, Flint the Weed Ward, Lord, the Weed Lord. Yeah, Flint Ward. There's the, there's the panel where she says it. Yes, she looks super intense. And I don't. I think it it kind of hit a turning point. I think 18 for me, issue 18, mm-hmm. which is where you kind of figure out. Like it's when they find uh, Jim Rockford, whatever the hell is Harold. Harold. Harold is his name in the book. But uh, that is literally, yeah, he's Harold H. Harold. What does the H stand for? Harold. Harold. But in that point where they find him beaten up and bloodied and stuff, and then it kind of gets more serious. I actually felt like those were stronger issues. Like I really liked them more. It felt like the earlier issues are more kind of aimless. Hmm. I don't know. Like it maybe because finally there was stakes. Like it was yeah. serious. And like that's I think. Like in the in the first eleven issues and that first the in the first couple trades, like it felt like there were there were stakes. Like these people's lives that lived in this building did like they were all kind of like characters, and you felt like you had, you cared about them because you know Hawkeye was just because of his empathy almost. Like you care about them because he cares about them, and you care about him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, and Hawkeye, and like they're all kind of cute and. Like, I didn't feel, like, as much towards anything that was happening in L.A. because it didn't take itself as, like, there was no, it didn't feel like there were stakes as much. It felt more like, here's Kate struggling to, like, get a job. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I I think your, I think your, your comment about competency really does, um, because she is, she's painted as, like, this incredibly talented, uh, person. And then she goes off, and all of a sudden she's spoiled brat, never had a job, can't take care of herself, doesn't know how to buy cat food. Yeah, and I, I don't, I, I, it's, it seems incongruous from 
Mm-hmm. What I mean, I even reading her in the old Young Avengers, like that first Young Avengers book, like when Fraction that wasn't that it's collected in the uh, the hardcover. You get to see the first time Fraction wrote Kate Bishop, and when they first met, uh, when the two Hawkeyes met, mm-hmm. and even like up that when he even Fraction was writing her up, to, like she is calm. She's like always knows what to do. Yes, and then suddenly, oh, she's floundering mm-hmm. because I I have a like I. I think she could find a job other than yeah. cat sitting. And I don't, yeah. And I don't, I don't particularly, I mean, it's a, it's a trope in and of itself, you know, to write, oh, you know, the, the, the strong female character is not necessarily the one that's like hyper competent, you know, mm-hmm. like the girl, she's like super karate person or I'm like Miss Hacker girl and I'm a bad, and you know, that's not necessarily a strong character and people confuse that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely did seem to be, it, it worked, you know? And I think that maybe it was his attempt to try and make her character richer, but it, it kind of missed the core of what was, I don't know. Maybe he was responding to that, to a credit, to that criticism. What do you think about that? I don't know. It's hard to read into his intentions necessarily, mm-hmm. but it, I think a lot of it is just because Clint's not there. You know, you send her out on, and I don't, yeah. I don't even necessarily agree with her leaving Clint. Like, I don't feel like her motive, yeah. like there was motive, like her motivation was that great. It seems very strange that she just picks up and leaves. Like, he didn't do anything that bad. Yeah. To, I mean, uh, considering all that shit he, we see her, them go through together. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't feel that artificial to me that, He's sitting around being a depressed, being in a depressed funk. And yeah, you, you kind of, I mean, when someone's sitting around being depressed and you've tried to help them, you're just probably going to remove yourself from the scenario. And you know, she's a young woman. So she's like, fuck it. I'm going to go to California because why not? I don't care. It doesn't seem that implausible to me. You know, fuck it. Vacation. I don't know. But I don't I it the the Clinton Barney stuff feels the same to me. Like it I mean it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't feel as crazy. Like it doesn't feel out as different than those that first arc when Clay when Kate and Clint were together. Mm-hmm. It felt it those feel like it's the same. Like it's still Clint yeah. and Clint. Yeah. He fills the same role. Yeah. And somehow Barney is the is the suddenly a competent person. I mm-hmm. guess, and he becomes kind of, he's the mentor because they do that flashback stuff where it kind of yeah. shows him as the men- he's always been, or even when it's been not good necessarily. Um, I mentioned that, the, the, the issue that, uh, Crystalopolis was it? No, it wasn't a, the, the, the dog, the dog, the cartoon the dog. The, the dog issue. Yeah. Was it, was it Crystalopolis that drew that? Yes, yeah. absolutely okay. was. Yeah. That, that really, uh, I, I say they all felt the same, but that issue felt, very strange to me. I mean, I it's purposeful. I understand. Mm-hmm. But still, it's just all like the issue before it ends with both of them maybe dead. Like you don't know. Oh yeah, Barney and Clint, and then suddenly we get then all of a sudden flashback flash, to this and, flashback yeah. to Christmas, and it's like I mean, it does have some kind of character stuff in it, in that the fact like all these dogs kind of represent the different characters, and one's Hawkeye, and one's, you know uh, the Black Widow and Mockingbird, Spider Woman, but it's still it's such a Strange thing. Can you think of anything else in superhero comics that has done that? That has done 
It's just it, it, some it, weird it, metaphorical it, interstitial, I, like in the middle of a giant like story arc. I can think of in Seasons of Mists, there's a really weird interlude where, uh, and you, do you remember it with uh, the the boys, the boys, uh, the home for boys? Oh, I can't place it. I'm trying to, rem- I'm trying okay, to remember. Sandman, Seasons of Mist, yeah, book yeah. three or four. Okay. Uh, it all of a sudden, and it's the dead boys. Oh, right, dead right, right. Detectives. Right, okay, yes, I remember now. Yes, okay. Just a complete side story. Slows down the action, and it makes absolute like it's never referred to again. Um, I mean, it's not exactly this, but it is. It is exactly uh, is incongruent with the rest of the story. Fair comparison, you think? Oh, well, I mean, I it is a at least a pot. I I like Sandman was always like you know Neil Gaiman weird Vertigo stuff anyway, but it's mm-hmm. the, probably the closest. I can't think of anything else that's even close. Uh, I I can't think of anything becoming like weird cartoon characters. All mm, there was in like an issue that was part of the story of Sandman, where all of a sudden the the endless were the little endless, mm-hmm. and that is kind of precedent for this as well. Yeah, but also not. Yeah, it's it, a little it's a little off kilter. I did you like it? Little, little endless? No, no, no. Was fine. No, no, this, this. Did you like this, um, this the dogs and the, the it was not endless winter terrible. and all that stuff? It was, it was weird. Uh, to be honest, I just, I just kind of rushed through it. It seemed wacky. Yeah, the winter friends and mm-hmm. manure cat or whatever it is. And manorable. That's the name of that cat. Manorable. Manor- I do like manorable. Nine lives, nine candles. him. Uh, it's it's Lahayim, I think. Uh, I can't. I can't. Well, I can't talk. I can't. I know I can't make that noise correctly. Ugh, I tried to and I failed, but I, you know, I. Uh, I, ugh, I there you go. Lahayim. Yeah. Uh, but Let's see if we'll have anyone correcting our uh, uh, our our Yiddish it, Hebrew. Yiddish, I don't know which one. Yeah. Um. So ignorant. We're yeah. We're well. I think it's on the record that we're dumb. I think it's okay. <laughs> I admit nothing. What do you, uh, let's talk specifically about the art for a bit. Uh, Aha, Annie Wu, Steve Lieber. I, I, those are, I, I think Lieber's art is a, a pretty close analog to Aha, actually. Even Annie Wu kind of is similar, similar mm-hmm. style, at least. Um, uh, I would say, no, Annie Wu is not. She's more, she's more like Phil Noto in this, but better. And she, uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, in, in this, she, it, it's very, she can actually do a background, but it still feels, it has that sort of coldness. She, but she does do far superior facial expressions and her line work is, is more energetic. I like it an awful lot, but it's mostly those, God, those expressions. Mm-hmm. She's the sure. one, she's, she's, she's doing, uh, Black Canary now, right? Correct. Yeah. But, uh, my tablet just opened up to a, a a picture of old man Logan Hawkeye. That's not what I want to see right now. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I, I I think I mean I'm kind of aha when I, I mean considering there's so many other people who contributed to this. Aha's style is still the thing I think of. That yeah, AHA, it's that, it's 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 what defines it really. Yeah, that I mean ultimately the book's about Hawkeye and he does the the he, well he does the Hawkeye bits the best. He does the best bits of this, and the, the Real, they're they're the dream team, I think. The pizza dog and the and the hand the sign language issue. 
Just yeah, to... that's. I think that Fraction Fraction likes those devices. There's several times that he does sort of that alternate storytelling, or even he he you hear the dialogue from that character's perspective, like how Cliff goes wherever and he's he he's he's like oh you know unintelligible French gibberish you know yeah. It, 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 like you don't, it doesn't say what he says. You hear it through the way it's interpreted, you know. And I, it's, it, it's very much him. I don't know. He, he does it. it it's kind of the crux of all of the, the, the gags in, in these books. Some French, maybe Italian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe some Italian in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, and I, I don't know. It, it, it suits the book really well. It really that. Yeah. That kind of loose, I, I don't know, it, it captures the kind of irrever- irreverent nature of the book. But I never, like I said, I don't feel like I never lost sight of stakes. Like I never, I'm always invested in Hawkeye, even though I do think he gets hit in the head way too much. Yeah. That's a lot of concussions. Mm-hmm. They even make jokes about that, but I mean, you would have brain damage. Yeah, he would be. he would be dying really young. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, I I don't know that that kind of injection in, of reality. I don't know, maybe a little too much for me. Yeah, uh, I, I don't want to necessarily under- read about you know uh, Clinton Martin having Parkinson's when. Yeah, in a couple of years when he uh, when he gets hyper depressed because he's been knocked in the head so many times, he gets early onset Alzheimer's and he hangs himself. I don't want to read that story. No, and I think I don't know that. I think that's the my. I don't know. This, this is very much like, hey, it's a street level book because mm-hmm. that's kind of the point. It's like, hey, it's this Avenger, but he's like living in Brooklyn and kind of just, you know, being a dude. Uh, and I, I don't know, it, that injection of reality is a little much for me. The, but I guess, I, but I think that's kind of where this it sets how it sets the stakes as well. So I guess I can't complain about it too much. Like that's why I cared because I was worried, <laughs> worried about him taking a beating. But I, it seems like this. I mean, Fraction and Kelly Sue are pretty much all, and they're doing in, only indie creator own stuff now. Uh, no more. I don't think he'll be doing much at Marvel for at least the time being. Curious, like this, and this is the thing he'll be remembered for. Yeah, at least in superhero comics for sure. I think Sex Criminals is also a good thing, you know, like in the end of the day. But do you think this will be the thing that they put in his, you know, like? You know, epitaph. Matt Fraction wrote Hawkeye. It it's it's certainly um, it's certainly what I like to think of him for because most of his other stuff, I I do really like Sex Criminals, but it's it is unfortunately as good as it is. It's 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 always going to be kind of a B side. Do you know it, what I mean? But is it because you think it's because it's not from Marvel or DC? Because it's a possibly. Creator? It's I mean, it's an entirely new thing and it's more it's it's less a comic book and more literature it's personal do you know what i mean yeah that's true the impact of this i think i I don't know the impact this i'm not sure if that will it it certainly has had a huge just to comics culture of of what kind of books are now palatable what kind of books Mm -hmm. publishers will create like they'll give like give a squirrel girl book a chance, give mm-hmm. let Batgirl be funny and and bright, said dark and grim, 
I think that that is probably, despite I really, really like this book and it is one of the first superhero books I recommend to people. If they are, you know, if they want recommendations, I'm like, definitely read Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. But I think as good as this book is, I think the fact that, like, this new wave of kind of comics, especially from Marvel and DC, uh, is even gonna, it might be a bigger lasting impact than just the quality of this one alone. Feel like I, I, how do you think that this is a trend that'll peter out? I think it's going to be a long-lived trend. Okay, it's going to work. I think we've got it's firmly established, and I think that particularly since it has contributed a lot to uh, the the broadening of the comic book market and attracting people that aren't into so much the, the comic booky feeling stuff. I, I mean, I think we've got a good history or a good future, excuse me, um, ahead of us. You know, we've we've got. I, I think that this is this is hopefully going to put an end to the grim and ugly, just everywhere in comics. You know, and I I I think this is going to continue for a good long while. It'll be a while before something comes and unseats this. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be slowing down. Seems like it even it seems to be speeding up. Honestly, no. Seems yeah. Like, seems like there's more of these books as we go, not less. I think the I think the only thing that could possibly uh, make it go sideways would be if it just got too much and it just started to overwhelm people. Because I think if every book is going to be stupid and ironic, then you know nothing is. It's just every every book is just dumb. But I mean, as it stands, stuff is fun and well written. And as long as it's well-written, well-drawn, and fun, why the hell will we not see more of them? It's very true. I, I welcome it. Absolutely. It's wonderful. Yeah, it, it's definitely preferable over the alternative. I'd rather oh, yeah. much read a fun, you know, exciting, funny, you know, colorful book instead of dark, dark grim. Rob Liefeld. Yeah. People who are nostalgic for the 90s. No, thank you. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to read uh, Bloodstrike again? No, I never want to read that ever again in my life. It's really bad. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um, like I, who would you suggest this to, Eric? I think is our question. I, I we have, always run it I up have, with. We always do. I have suggested this to many, 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 many people already. That used to be that used to be my recommendation to people was read Saga and read Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And um, I, d I sort of don't feel that strongly about Hawkeye anymore, but it's still wonderful, and it's still something that people should read. You know, you want to see what what modern comics are. This is this is where you look. Also, Saga, but this is <laughs> definitely this is still this is still definitely a strong place to begin. Absolutely. Especially for people who want a character that at least they're roughly familiar with. Like if, you know, the people who yeah. are like, I want to read someone about a character I've seen or know about or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, Eric, anything else you'd like to talk about? Oh, uh, nothing. I got nothing, bro. Nothing, bro. Bro. Nothing. Bro, nothing. So, folks, that was Hawkeye. Matt Fraction, David Aha, Javier Polito, Annie Wu. Uh, Francisco Francavilla, Chris Alopoulos, Matt Hollingsworth, colors. I, even Jordi Belair did some colors in there. Uh, uh, forgetting people already. So many. Uh, there's a ham. You know a guy named Ham, but this is a different. Different ham. 
Jonathan Hamm. Um, this is interesting. Jesse Hamm also contributed. Steve Lieber. Steve Lieber. Forgot him. But if, I'm hoping I'm not forgetting anybody's name. We do like to credit everyone we can. Uh, but next week, we are reading Copra, round two, by Michelle Fife. I have one that Eric kindly got for me. Here it's gone. It's written to me from... Lovingly. Lovingly. Scri- ascribed. Yeah. From Mr. Fife himself. Mm-hmm. Sit on it. I believe sit on it and spin, fucker. Is that what he called it? I believe that's what that he is, said. That is literally what it says. Mm-hmm. That, very nice of him <laughs> to write yeah, it. I, I, I told him to... Write something obscene. There you he go. Did. He did. He lovingly, yeah. lovingly obliged. He uh, certainly did. So we're gonna we we've covered round one already. We're we're coming back mm-hmm. second trade. Um, I'm excited. Excited to read. Excited to talk about it. Hope you guys yeah. read along with us. Uh, I think we can wrap it up. Uh, we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Find us handsomeboyscomicshour.com. Uh, everything you could possibly want is there. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash handsomeboyscomicshour. Uh, follow us on Twitter at hbchour. You can email us, handsomeboyscomics at gmail.com. Uh, and of course, if you like the show, please rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. It really helps us out. Uh, definitely gets more people to see us. And we like that. Or just tell your friends. Also helps. We like that as well. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MixMasterCheryl. That's M-I-X-M-A-S-G-R-C-R-E-A-L. Eric, where can we find you online? You can see my portfolio by going to FreeWillUnlimited.com. Also, you can go to EricZGoodnight.tumblr.com. Still don't know where I'm putting that. I'm, <laughs> I'm, that, I'm, I'm that dumb. Don't know what to do. I'm just so aimless. Um, you can see all the other things I get up to online. By going to ericzgoodnight.com, and I am on Twitter at Mr. Bad Example, spelled M-R Bad Example. With that, folks, we will call it a day. Have a good one. Rock and roll.